Welcome to the LDS Missionary Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Evans. This podcast is dedicated to moms who have a missionary out serving or getting ready to serve. Think of this podcast as mission prep for moms. No one talks about moms having a lived experience of their missionary's mission, so this is just the place. You get to grow and expand in ways that you haven't considered. Thanks for listening, and without further ado, I'll let you into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. So, a number of months ago, I was taking a class, and it was a marriage kind of communication class, because like, right, who can not improve on their communication in their marriage. (laughs) There was a concept that was brought up that I have turned over in my mind for the last few months. And it really, really resonated for me, not only in my marriage, but also in the way that I talk to my kids and the way that I communicate. And so I wanted to introduce this topic to you because I think it would be very beneficial When we send our missionaries out, or even prior to sending them out, when we are talking with them, the question is, do we create psychological safety for our kids? So they know that no matter what, that we are a safe place for them. They can air their struggles, their emotions, their joys, their accomplishments, all of the things. And as I was thinking about this and just considering it, I wanted to make sure that I addressed the topic also of coddling because sometimes as moms, we can go too far and we can start to coddle or helicopter parent, which is different than creating psychological safety. And so I'm just going to give you what the difference is. And we're going to go into just a couple of things that may help you be able to create this very effective communication style with your kids. So first of all, I Googled psychological safety, and this is what it says. Psychological safety is the feeling of being safe to take risks, speak up, and share concerns without fear of punishment. It's a shared expectation that teammates will not embarrass, reject, or punish them for sharing ideas, taking risks, or soliciting feedback. So I just replaced that. It's a shared expectation that teammates and just it's a shared expectation between a mom and her missionary that we will not embarrass, reject, or punish them for sharing their ideas, taking risks, or soliciting feedback. So I want to give you an example So a number of years ago, I've talked about, you know, my older kids serving missions. So my oldest son that served a mission went out back in 2016. And I had seen mothers had sent missionaries out and then their missionaries came home either from the MTC or just, just shortly, you know, within six months or a year, whatever. And one of the common themes was that they had some things that they needed to take care of with their bishop. And so... I thought that it was really effective for me to tell my son, make sure you take care of everything with the bishop because no matter what, you don't want to be sent home. That did not in any way create psychological safety for him because then later in his mission, when he did contact me and mention, mom, there's some things that I've got to tell my mission president. I don't know what's going to happen. 
I was backpedaling really quick. Like, it's totally fine. I love you no matter what. And I was trying to then create psychological safety. What I did different this time with my, my car missionary that's out is I mentioned to him that no matter what's happening on the mission, he's safe to always mention it to me and his dad. And if he has done something wrong or if he, you know, came into a situation that was dangerous or even just like the accomplishments and things like no matter what he can tell us and he's safe and we will not judge him for however it is that he showed up, that we would be a very safe place for him to be able to communicate that and being able to also communicate it without me trying to jump in and solve it or to judge him that, you know, he wasn't being obedient enough or if he wasn't being righteous enough or, you know, whatever. And so I talked in an earlier episode, I think it was about how to deal with difficult companions, which was the second episode about how to ask good questions. And so really being able to ask good, clean questions without an agenda where we're not trying to push something on them. It helps them be able to organize what's going on in their mind or whatever problem that they're turning over. And it creates the safety that they need so that they can learn how to problem solve and be able to feel safe while they do it. So let's, let's go into coddling for a minute. I Googled the definition of coddling and to coddle someone means to treat them too kindly or protect them too much. So this is where as a mom, we really want to jump in. We want to solve things. We want to solve the problems. We don't want our missionaries or our, you know, soon to be missionaries, the opportunity to grow themselves. And sometimes we think that coddling them makes us a good mom. And we really want our kids to need us because that feels good as a mom to be needed. But if we step back and we evaluate, like, what are our intentions here? And we can see that in our effort to be a good mom, we inadvertently coddle. And what that does is stunts their growth. And it doesn't, it also doesn't give them the feeling of being accomplished themselves. So I want to share a story and this is kind of funny and maybe you guys can relate. My um, boys all wrestled and in 2020 during COVID and the shutdown, whatever, we actually sent them to a wrestling camp and, but you know, we were all like hyper vigilant about germs and washing our hands and doing all this stuff. And if you know, wrestling is a full contact sport. And one of the things with wrestling is you have to wash your clothes and you can't practice in the same clothes a couple of times because, you know, there's possible skin diseases and, you know, just different things. Plus we had COVID. And so we just really wanted to be careful. We sent, you know, just some Tide Pods with our boys so they could wash their laundry every night and make sure that they had clean clothes. And so there's all these other kids that are attending And one of the things that was really interesting when my boys came home is they said, mom, there was all these kids there and they didn't know how to do the laundry. We had to show them how to use the washing machine. And I was like, really? And they said, yeah, like they didn't know how to start it. And then they also didn't know how to start the dryer. And so if you consider that we want to do their laundry, we want to help them, we want to take care of them. 
But then in a situation like this, these, these kids were inhibited by that. And so, you know, then they had to ask help. And, you know, my boys were like, yeah, so we ended up helping a ton of kids, showing them how to use the washing machine and how to use the dryer. And how hard was that for those kids to be able to ask for that help? Where that's something that, you know, as moms that we can also teach our kids. And so they're able to do that for themselves. And so it was just an interesting story. So, you know, is that coddling? Uh, I don't know, but maybe, maybe a little bit. And so it's just something to consider and to think about in what ways are we over-functioning for our kids and in what ways can we step back? So for my first kid, I made all of his appointments. I set up, you know, his dental, I set up his medical appointments, you know, for his physical and all the things trying to help him get out on a mission. And you know, that's not bad, but as I've grown and expanded, I can see how that benefits my boys to be able to do that. So my current missionary, I did not get in his mission portal one time. He made all of his own appointments and there was a couple of times he got kind of frustrated with me. He was like, mom, this would be really helpful if you were like a normal mom and you actually help me with these kind of things. <laughs> and I said, I know, but like I'm growing you into a man that can be able to function without me, which ultimately when you're on a mission, that's what you're doing. And so we, we kind of laughed about it. And I also felt like it was a benefit to him because then he was able to function in a very independent way. And when he left on his mission, he knew he chose this, he wanted to do this. And so it was very, you know, helpful for him. And so that helps him in the long run know how to do some of these basic things. And so it's being able to strike a balance between over-functioning and creating independence and psychological safety that they can also come and express like whatever's happening. There's another area that I see this come up for moms are when missions or they're not, or, or maybe our kid doesn't want to go on a mission, but we think that we know what's best for them. So we start to apply pressure to go on a mission or to do a certain thing or perform a certain way and consider how that is communicated. And we have like what we're actually saying. And then we have like this covert message that we're also saying that impacts our young men and young women and their psychological safety, because then either they won't be honest with us and they'll cave to the pressure, which can cause problems down the road when they're actually on a mission serving. And maybe they didn't take care of some things that they needed to it also can cause some resentment towards you as a mother because they feel like they got pressured and they want to try and please you. You know, people pleasing is a big thing. Our kids try really hard sometimes to manage our emotions. And so if they're trying to manage our disappointment and we're applying pressure, then they can see that by not going, that creates disappointment. So then they'll go and it doesn't necessarily create the best environment um, for them to perform and function as a missionary independently. Another thing that they could do is they could put their foot down and then you won't understand why they are feeling like they're feeling because they've determined in their mind and their nervous system that you are not somebody that they can confide in. And ultimately we got to choose what we wanted for our life. 
And we have to allow our children to also choose what they want for their lives. And in doing so, we create the safety that they need so that they can still talk to us and allow allow them space to, you know, really be full functioning adults. And I saw this really good reel that there was this guy and he said, you know, I explained to my kids, these are the things that I do. And this is the way I live. I choose to live. And this is why. And, and yet it's your life. So you get to make decisions also and on how you want to live. But this is why I chose the life I did. And so I think that's like a huge opportunity for us to be able to explain it in a really clean way and also allow them the psychological safety and space to be able to make the decision for their, for their life. And then ultimately we want to be able to just be very respectful of everybody's individual journey that allows them room to grow in their independence and it also allows you to grow in your communication. And so this requires a lot of faith, a lot of faith in our kids, a lot of faith in God and like what our kids are going to do with their life and that they know what's best for their life and what they're going to go through. And what's funny is that sometimes we're like, that's a really terrible choice. Like I would never make that choice. And so we kind of like cast this this judgment on, on, on them, but we don't know what path they are going to take. And, and we don't know where it's going to lead. My husband came home, you know, we had four kids, I think at the time, and my oldest were five and four. And he came home and just very offhandedly was made a remark. Hey, what do you think about signing our kids up for wrestling? And at the time, no idea where that was going to lead us. I had no idea I was going to end up with six boys. I had no idea that that sport was going to become really prevalent in their all of their lives and in mine. Just by one small like comment, what do you think about signing our kids up for wrestling? And so it's the same with our kids. Like We don't know what path is going to lead them where. And we have to have the faith that not only that God has them and he knows their path, but that they've got their own life too. And so being able to create that safe environment for them so they always have that safe place to land and they know that they can always talk to us. All right, you guys, that's what I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you find this podcast helpful, if you can share it with another mom who may be struggling and that has missionaries out or soon to be, that really helps us spread the word to support other missionary moms. And if you want to take this work to a deeper level, you can book a free call with me today and see if coaching with me is the right fit for you. And the link will be in the show notes. All right, everybody have a great week and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.